we're going to be covering a couple of things tonight. Number one, it's very strange. The first three Bachot in Shemona Esrei are praising Hashem. And yet the first bracha is called Avot. We're talking about how we had three forefathers and Hashem was their God. What's the idea of talking about the Avot in the first bracha? If the point is that I'm praising Hashem, why are we talking about Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov? What does that have to do with praising Hashem? That's the big question. And then what that's really going to lead us into is the theme for all the words of the first bracha. For when you look at them, the words in the first bracha seem to have very little to do with each other. You start off, you talk about Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, Akel HaGadol HaGibor Vahanora. Later on we talk about Kone HaKol, we talk about Malach Ozeru Moshe Omagin. These words just seem to have nothing to do with each other. But really there's one theme that's going to take us through the entire first bracha, and that's really the message and that's the emotion to have during the first bracha. So it starts with a, the first box at the top of page number one, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah Daf Lamed Bet. Tanu Rabbanan, the Rabbanan learned, Minayin Shomrim Avot, how do we know that we say Avot? What's the, why are we mentioning them? Shene'emar Havul Hashem B'nei Elim. Because we say in, there's a parakin Elim, it says Havul Hashem B'nei Elim. Jesus Rashi explains, Haskiru Lefanav Ha'itanim. Mention the Elim, mention the powerful ones, the strong ones, the Avot, mention them in front of Hashem. And that parak that's the source for the 18 Brachot, starts off with that, Praise Hashem by mentioning the Elim. Praise Hashem. So we have a source in a Pasuk. We have a Pasuk. Elim is the Eitanim, is the strong ones, which means the, our forefathers, the Avot, we mentioned the strong ones in front of Hashem. So number one, we have a Pasuk. Start off Shemona Esrei by mentioning the Avot. But what's the idea? Very nice. We have a Pasuk. What's the idea? Why are we mentioning them? So Ben Yonah explains. The first one is called Berchat Avot. We mention that He is our Hashem and that He is the God of our forefathers. Why? It's very hard for a person to comprehend that there is such a thing as a Rabban Shalom, there's such a thing as a God, that he doesn't have a physical body. It's very hard for us to imagine such a thing. So how do we know? So what should we do? So therefore they said, start off by discussing the Avot. The first point is that, that we've discussed in the, this in the past that in order for me to beg Hashem for things, in order for me to ask Hashem for my needs, I need to start off by recognizing that there is a Hashem. That's why Rechatzkel explained that the reason why we first have Shema right before Shemona Esrei is because first we have Kabbalat Omach Hashemayim. First I declare that Hashem is my king, that Hashem is in charge of me. Now that I understand that he's in charge of me, I can beg him for things. I'm not going to go over to some, to some stranger and ask him for things. I'll go over to my father and I'll ask him for things. If he's in charge of me, that's who I'm going to ask for things. So we first have Shema. I understand this HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Now I can ask him for things. So the Arabian Yonah says that we start off by talking, by, by, we want to start off Shemona Esrei by understanding that there is a God who's in charge of the world. And the problem is that it's very hard for us to recognize that there's a HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what do we do? We start off by saying that Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov taught us that there is a God in the world. And therefore now I can beg Hashem for things. And so we start off Shemona Esri by saying, we believe that there's a Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's Elokeinu, Elokeinu, Elokeinu. There's the Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov taught us that there's a God in the world. And now I can start begging HaKadosh Baruch Hu for things. So that's the first reason. Why do we start off by saying, by mentioning the Avot? Because now we can go on to asking Hashem for things. But that doesn't really tell us much. So it tells us that they reveal to us that there's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
But still, it's not like explaining, so why does that have to be? We just had Shema. Why do I need it again in the first bracha of Shemona Esrei? What's the idea? Why really are we starting off with the Avot? So I think the key lies in this Mabit. The Mabit is from the 1500s. We've been quoting him every week so far. And he writes like this, Sibat Zeshekorim. The reason why we mentioned this, actually we mentioned this Mabit last week, we read it inside when we're talking about bowing. He explains the reason why we bow, when a person praises Hashem, when a person blesses Hashem, a person should realize how low he is. How really, really, we're not fit to even bow down in front of Hashem. Except Hashem desired that we should bow down to Him. Hashem gave us the ability, Hashem gave us permission really to talk to Him. And He decided to give us an audience in front of Him and to show that He wants to hear our tefillot. And that is why, that is why we stand up when we say the name of Hashem. We stand up when we say Hashem because we're signifying, we're symbolizing, we spoke out before, that Hashem is lifting us up. We bow down at the beginning and the end. Why? Because just like we, we, Hashem lifted us up when we began to be a nation, when he began to have him as our Hashem, at the beginning of and end of the first bracha, we mention that we, we bow down and we are lifted up to signify, to symbolize that Hashem, we are nothing and Hashem lifted us up at the beginning of our history. And at the end of our history, maybe go Hashem is going to lift us up again. So here we have a mapit that says that the reason that, Hashem, that we're bowing down by Avot. There's a message here in Avot that we were nothing and Hashem lifted us up in the times of the Avot. So that's already starting to tell us that the message of Avot, the reason why we're mentioning the Avot is because we want to bring out that this is the first time that Hashem lifted us up. That Hashem, we were nothing and Hashem revealed and Hashem lifted up the Avot. So here we have a beginning of, a, of a something that the Avot relate to us, we spoke about in Rabbi Yonah, that the Avot told us that there's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Avot relate to us that there's a God, and we have that this is the first time that Hashem lifted us up from being nothing. Here we have the beginnings of something. So the one who really brings it out even more and, and is going gonna, is gonna to smash this into place is Rebchaim Friedlander. Rebchaim Friedlander was the Mashkiach in Panovish. He has a Sefer Shemona Esrei called Siftei Chaim. So here's a couple of excerpts over about 15 pages and we'll give it to you on one page. He writes, Chazal called the first bracha in Shmona Esrei Avot. They called it Avot. Rather, what are we really talking about? Elokei Avraham. The God of Avraham. Elokei Yitzchak. The God of Yitzchak. It's not even focusing on the Avot. It's talking about the fact that he is, was there Hashem. Hatshuva he. Idea is. From each of the Avot we know was, nowadays we use the word, he symbol, each of the Avot symbolizes a certain Midah. Avraham symbolizes Chesed, Yitzchak symbolizes Gevura, self-control, Yaakov symbolizes Tiferet or Shleimut, it's the same thing, a balance between the two. So from each one of the Avot, from each of them, we learn a behavior. 
of Hashem. Ki Avraham Avinu shehitztayin b'chesed, lama zot mimalat hachesed shel Hashem yitbarach, umikach anu lamedim et godel chastei Hashem yitbarach b'hanagat ravriah. Why did Avraham Avinu excel? Why did he work on chesed? Because he saw that Hashem does chesed, and he wanted to copy Hashem. So how do we know that Hashem does chesed? We don't look around at the world and see Hashem's chesed. We know that Hashem does chesed because we look at Avraham Avinu, Avraham Avinu, did chesed, must be Avraham learned it from Hashem. Now we know that Hashem is somebody who does chesed. And so Elokei Avraham reveals to us, through the Avot, reveals to us that Hashem does chesed. See, here we have that the Avot are relaying to us who Hashem is. They are teaching us who Hashem is. This is the Rebbeinu Yonah. That they are relaying to us who Hashem is. And at the beginning of our history, Hashem gave, revealed to them His Midot. And now they, in turn, are sending that message throughout all the generations. Same thing goes for Yitzchak. How do we know that Hashem is a Gibor? Because Yitzchak learned it from Hashem and revealed it to us. And that's how we read in the words. Elokei Avraham means, when we say the words, what does Elokei Avraham mean? What, does, what are we supposed to have in mind? When Elokei Avraham means that there's a God who is a God of Chesed. Okay, Yitzchak, that there's a God who is the God of Givura, who has self-control. Well, okay, Yaakov, there's a God who is complete, a God who is whole, a God who has, a God who is perfect. That's each of the words tells us that there is a Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So why is it Avot? Why are we talking about the Avot, and why is it called Avot? Because the Avot are the ones who reveal to us. That there is Hey Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They are the ones who taught us that there is a Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning, this is the beginning of us becoming a nation. The idea of of Jikal Yisrael is that we recognize that there is a Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So, the beginning of our cognizance of Hakadosh Baruch Hu began with Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. We need that message. We need that information. We need that cognizance to be rev- to, to be handed down to us from Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. That's the starting point for Shimon Esrei. It's a little bit different than when we said by Shema. By Shema, I accepted this Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and now we're saying, and how do I know who Hashem is as my Father? I have a Father in Heaven who I'm about to talk to. So how do I know who He is? How do I know what He is like? What He's like? I know that from the Avot. I know that from our forefathers. They say if you, if you ask a child, not a child, if you ask an adult to take out a piece of paper, and I tried it, and write down on the piece of paper how they, what did, how do they envision, to de, sorry, to describe, take 20 words and describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Describe Hashem in 20 words. Then take out a separate piece of paper and in 20 words describe their father. What qualities he has. And then take another 20 words and write 20 qualities of their mother. That, they're, that if you, then you take the three papers, that the qualities that they describe the Kaddish Baruch Hu as are going to be the same as their father and mother. Because our vision and our view and understanding of Kaddish Baruch Hu is based on the authorities in our own life. The way I view my father, what my father's failings or my father's strengths, those are what I'm going to view Hashem as being capable of as well. And if, I, if a per, as child, somebody grew up in a, in, a, in a home where the parents were limited, will also have a more limited, have a more limited view of Hashem, will view, view Hashem as being more limited. A, person, a child who grew up that his father is incredible and is always accomplishing and always doing and always, 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 always 
pulling off great feats, we'll also believe that Hashem is capable of accomplishing great feats, which is also Machai for us to really always be accomplishing and showing our children what's possible. But our view of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is based on our father. Our understanding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is based on Elokei Abraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, what they reveal to us. And that's the beginning of our relationship with our father to be able to begin asking him for things. And that's really the idea of Avot, that they reveal to us who Hashem is. And now, with that theme, usually we don't like to focus on the words in this year. Usually we focus on the emotion to have by each, by each, um, by each paragraph. But with this bracha especially, you're going to see that all the words in, Shmona, in the first bracha, really, if you have this theme in mind, takes you through the entire theme. That the idea of Avot is, again, that they reveal to us who Hashem is. So now let's take it through the words. Hagodol. So we said, Elokei Abraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. Hashem revealed to us that he, is the, that he is a God of Chesed, He is a God of Gevura, He is a God of Shleimut. And then we continue. And we say, Hakel, the powerful God, okay. Hagodol. What, is, what does Godol mean? Whenever we say the word Godol in reference to Hashem, that means His Chesed. It's a Pasuk. Hainu Midat Chasdo. We're going to be reading again from the Chaim Friedlander Sefer. Hainu Midat Chasdo. Godol is referring to Chesed. Hator Hagodol. Sha'anu Omrim who connected Abraham. The word Hagodol is, at first we said, Avram Avinu is the God of Avram, the God of Yitzchak, the God of Yaakov. And now we're saying, and these are the traits that he taught us. Can I get okay, Avraham? We say, Hagodol, that he is great in Chesed. Those two words are the same. Okay, Avraham, he revealed to us that he is Godol. He revealed to us through Avram Avinu that he does Chesed. Hagibor. So that's going to explain what the word Gibor means. The word Gibor means self-control. You can't describe Hashem is not more powerful than the next being. By a person, then I could say, who's stronger, me or Danny? Okay. Which one of us is stronger? I can be relative, but there's nobody else who you can compare to Hashem. So when we describe Hashem as being strong, it doesn't mean that he's stronger than the next one. It doesn't mean that he's physically strong. It doesn't mean that he's that he's like uh, 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 he's worth a, uh, that he's the size of a, of a thousand meters. That's not what it means because what it means is in quality that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Godol in quality. What's the quality of Ezehu Gibor Hakovish et Yitzro that Hakadosh Baruch Hu controls himself. That was the midah of Elokei Yitzchak. So we have Elokei Avraham Godol and Chesed. Elokei Yitzchak Gibor in that that's 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 the midah of, of Gibor and Nora means that's Neged Midat Yaakov the Zohar. Describes my writes in the footnote number four. The Vedesa brings from the Zohar. My vehanora do Yaakov. Nora refers to Yaakov. Why the word Nora? The Nora. The word Nora means. Well, we did inside vehanora. It's the third paragraph in this box. Neged midat Yaakov. Kemoshe katuv etzel Yaakov. Vayira vayomer. Ma Nora hamakom hazeh. Yaakov Avinu said, "How wondrous is this, this place?" When he had the dream with the ladder by Haramoria, by the Harabai, to the Beit Hamikdash, now stood where the Kotel now stands. He said, "Ma Nora hamakom hazeh." He said the word Nora. It's not just that he said the word, but rather it's like the Zohar says, "V'chol asad avash lemuta shchiach ikrai Nora." Any place where there's perfection, that is called Nora. When we say Nora in, in reference to Hashem, what that means is that Hashem is perfect. He is so perfect that it's awe-inspiring. That's what the word Nora means. That Yaakov Avinu was Ishtam. 
Yaakov Avinu was perfect. He was the balance between Avraham and Yitzchak. He was he's described as the Bechir Avot, the chosen one of the Avot, the perfect one of the Avot. Yaakov Avinu reached the heights that his father and grandfather didn't manage to reach. Yaakov Avinu was the perfect one, and he was Nora. So we describe Yaakov Avinu taught us that Hashem is Nora. Yaakov Avinu taught us that Hashem is perfect in every way. Hashem has perfect balance in every way, and that's Elokei Avraham. We have Gadol and Chesed. Elokei Yitzchak. We have. Gibor. Elokei Yaakov, we have that Hashem is nor that Hashem is perfect. That the goal, the point of Avot is that they reveal to us that these are the Midot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's when now I'm learning who Hashem is as my father, then now I can go into the rest of Shemona Esrei and ask him for things. But now it says an important two words. We've just been describing Hashem, starting to think that, we start, that we're beginning to know who Hashem is. So now we have to add, Kel Elyon. After we just said three praises of Hashem, we can't praise Hashem. He's above any title, any, 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 any description that we can give him. If I'm praising him, that means that I have some sort of handle, I have some sort of understanding of who he is. If we could describe Hashem, so could they say, to limit, in order to give a border and to say, no, 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 these praises that we have, so we're adding in, Hashem is above, he's above, he's above, Hashem is above our comprehension. Let's not think that we really know who Hashem is. So we're understanding as much as we can, but at the same time, he's above our comprehension. That's an important caveat. To what we're saying now, there's that important caveat that we have to have in mind. And that's really the idea of Avot. And where do we say, and then it continues, that, that we know that Hashem, that kill Elyon, that he's above our comprehension. Don't, as I described Hashem. Dis- descriptions? Kill Elyon, but he's above our descriptions. Right, exactly. And then it continues, Gomel Chasadim Tovim, that Hashem, who does Chesed, he bestows us chesed, and he's in charge of us. And Hashem, we're going to talk more about this idea of kone akol. Uh, he remembers the chasad, he remembers that which the avot did. That the avot were the ones who chose to follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu, chose to, to, chose to, to, to cleave to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a chesed in and of itself that he considers it to be a chesed. Really, really, it's not even a, what, what's the zocher chaste avot, he should really say zocher maase avot. He remembers what the avot did, but, why, but, but yet it says zocher chaste avot. Hashem, he almost considers that, that's a chesed in and of itself, but Hashem considers that which they did to be a chesed. But, but that's, that's, that's not the theme we're talking about tonight. Zocher chaste avot, umevi goel levnei that Hashem will in the future lift us up again because of the avot, because, we, because we're continuing the path that the avot revealed to us. He's going to, Mir Hashem, be maybe goel levnei He's going to bring the Mashiach and going to lift us up again. Melech, he's the king. Ozer umoshia umagen. These are, this is also an important continuation of the same theme. Mepharish Rabbi Avram ben Agra. Rabbi Avram, the son of the Vilna Gon, explains. Kemoshe darkei abitachonim shlosha. Just like there are different kinds of trusting in Hashem. Kein darkei hayeshuahim shlosha. There are three ways that Hashem saves a person. Echad, or three formats in which Hashem saves a person. One is, Hashem adam sibama v'Hashem yitbarach ozro. One is that a person does something and Hashem helps him. That's ozer. That Hashem helps him. Shainit, shelo yaasem uma, that a person doesn't do anything. Fahakadish barachu, hoshio, and Hashem saves him. A person doesn't do anything, that's Moshiach. Hashlishit, 
who lemala mikulam that is the highest sheyaseh adam siba negdit lisachol that a person does something which makes absolutely no sense ba'avur Hashem for the sake of Hashem moser atzman lasakana he gives himself over to sakana and Hashem protects him shlo yishmot ba'eish oyavav for instance that is that uh, that the fire goes throws himself into a fiery furnace and Hashem saves him and that's that's a continuation of of where do we, and where do we know that from because we spoke about two weeks ago. We said that really every, every one of the brachot in Shemona Esrei was originally said as a praise, as a song by the Malachim. The last couple of words, Baruch Hashem Magen Avraham, Baruch Hashem Mechayim Meitim, Baruch Hashem Hakel HaKadosh was said by the angels at different points in history. When was the bracha of Baruch Hashem Magen Avraham said? So the Shibboli Yalaka told us that when Avraham Avinu was thrown into the fire, he, gave, he was ready to give up his life to be thrown into the furnace, and Hashem saved him, then the angels sang, sung out in praise, Baruch Atah Hashem, who is the Magin, who is the shield of Abraham. What does it mean that it is a shield? Like we just saw, that the idea of a shield is a person who gives everything away for Hashem, and Hashem comes in and saves him. That Avraham Avinu is the one who revealed to us that Hashem could be a Magin. The Avraham Avinu is the one who revealed to us this ultimate level, the highest level of Magin, that Hashem, we could throw ourselves into the into the fit, into the pit, and Hashem will save us. That's the highest level. Ozer Moshiach again. Avram Avinu is the one who showed us that possibility. And Ozer Moshiach is again just the same idea. It's a smaller level of that. That there are times now that we understand that Hashem is my father, and Hashem is does Chesed. So Hashem can do Chesed in different formats. But they are the ones that vote to the ones who reveal to us that they, that Hashem is an Ozer, that Hashem is a Moshiach. So in a nutshell, the theme of the first bracha is that we're discuss, we're describing. How we have an understanding of Hashem because the Avot revealed to us that there is a Hashem. Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, Hakel Hagodel, Hagibor, Hanora. That's Chesed, Gevura, and Yaakov is the Shleimut, is the balance. That's Nora, and then we have Gomel Chasadim Tovim that do Chesed that we learned again from Avraham. Monkey, we learned from Avraham. Ozer or Moshiach is just an extension of Chesed. So we're understanding who Hashem is based on that the Avot revealed that to us and now we can properly walk into Shemona Esrei and beg for things. Now that we have a little bit of an idea of who Hashem is, but again with the caveat of Kel Elyon that Hashem is above our comprehension. But that's really the message of the first Baruch of Shemona Esrei. We're supposed to walk out of the first Baruch of Shemona Esrei with this feeling of, of awe and, and being part of a chain of history and therefore having that awe of Hashem because we actually understand a little bit of who Hashem is based on the history that we have that's been handed down. And that's the first bracha in Ocho. That's the theme of the first bracha. So now, now we have to address another point. We said that the, we, point, we spoke about before that the 18 brachot in Shemona Esrei, the Gemara says, we discussed two weeks ago, how each of the brachot in Shemona Esrei correspond to 18 times that it says the name of Hashem in the parak in Tehillim that it says Havula Hashem B'nei Eilim. And we also said that like we saw, started off tonight that the pasuk of Havula Hashem B'nei Eilim not the parak the parak teaches us the whole Shemona Esrei but the pasuk of Havula Hashem B'nei Eilim that's the first bracha in Shemona Esrei. So right away we presume that there's going to be some sort of connection. What's the connection? The connection is very Pashat. The connection is that that um, the idea of Shevach, we, we, we explained that the, what, the whole idea of this, the 18 times that it says the name of Hashem in the parak of, of Havol Hashem Neilim is, it says the word Hashem. The Masha explained that the name Hashem is the name of Rachmanut. That Hashem has mercy on us. 
And we have 18 times that we are begging for Rachmanut. Shemar Esri is all about asking Hashem for things. So therefore, we, it's described, it's, 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 um, it's alluded to with the name of Rachmanut because we're going to be asking for things. So we asked, what do you mean the first three brachot are not about asking for things? The first three brachot are praising Hashem. The first three brachot, we're not allowed to ask for things, the Gemara says. We're only supposed to be praising Hashem. So if the point is that I'm praising Hashem, why are they described with the name Hashem? So we explain then because that the idea of praising Hashem is not that I'm flattering Hashem. And now that I flattered and make him feel good, now maybe he'll say yes to what I asked. It's like, oh wow, you're so wonderful, Hashem. Now can I, ha- now can I have a watch? No, that's not the point. The point isn't that we're flattering him. The point is that we're driving into our own heart. The idea of Shevach is that we're driving into our own heart who Hashem is, the, pr- the power of Hashem, and therefore I can ask for things. So the reason why it's described to the name Hashem is because this is the process of asking for Rachmanut. It's not something that I'm going to leave behind. It, and if I was leaving, if I was saying the first Yubachot is flattery, then would I have nothing to do with I'm flattering him, leave it behind, now we start asking for things. But no, idea is that I'm praising Hashem in order to ask for things, and therefore it has to be described with the name Hashem. So if the idea is praising Hashem, and how do we know the praises of Hashem? Because of the Avot. We have to start off this whole setting. We, descri- we said that the whole, more than that. We, so we described then that the idea, of, because the idea is that I'm, I'm the point of Shevach is in order to make clear to myself that Hashem is in control and that Hashem is the one has the power to do it. So therefore, we're supposed to take that message with us throughout Shemona Esrei. And before, by each Bachan Shemona Esrei, it's supposed to have a setting of Shevach. Supposed to have an undertone of shevach. It's not just asking for things. Rather, before you start each bracha, before you start refraining, you're supposed to think to yourself, Hashem has the power to heal me. And now we start to ask for it. So there's the setting of shevach that was supposed to take us throughout Shmonasra. So, and that's why the whole parak of Havul Hashem and Elim is a parak of shevach. That's all we spoke about two weeks ago. So now, how do I know this shevach? What does my shevach start with? It starts with that the only way that I know this shevach is Havul Hashem B'nai Elim, is through the Avot. The Avot are the ones who reveal to us who Hashem is, the powers of Hashem. It's only because our forefathers revealed to us, Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, Avraham Avinu, Hashem came and healed Avraham Avinu. All, this, all the times throughout history that Hashem healed Avraham, that Hashem did things for us, that's what revealed to us the power of Hashem, then now we can have the Shevach. So of course the two are related. Havul Hashem and Eilim is that, is that, is that, that's how we know that Hashem is in control, and that's the Perik of Havul Hashem and Eilim that's going to be the setting for asking for all the things in Shimona Esra. The thing is, the miracles started revealing themselves, you know, through so, the three fathers. Exactly, no, that's the point. That's how we know who Hashem is, yeah. through these miracles that He did for them. So the symbol of, you know... Um, Good. That, uh, what do you call it? It's a symbol. Yeah. Yeah, but it's much more than a symbol. It's, this is our history. This is our, our collective memory. This, this, oh, is our, this is our... miracles. Yeah. Yeah. So now, there's also an additional point. On top of the Avot revealing to us who Hashem is. And that's what we have in mind. Okay, Abraham, he revealed to us Chesed. He revealed to us Gadol. That's the, beside for, for that being the beginning and revealing to us who Hashem is, there's another point that we accomplish by mentioning the Avot. Rabbeinu Bechaya writes, Zechor Avraham When Moshe Rabbeinu was davening to Hashem after the Chet Eagle, after the son of the golden calf, then he mentioned Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. So it says Rabbeinu Bechaya, In Moshe Rabbeinu, 
Adon call Anavim, the greatest of all the Anavim. He had, in order for him to daven for Kali Yisrael, he had to tap into his Zechut Avot. The setup of Tefillah is that we have to mention the Zechut Avot. Why do we have to say it out loud? Why don't we automatically have Zechut Avot? It's because the Gemara in Shabbat, Afnun Hay writes, Shmuel Amar, Tamu Zechut Avot. We already used up the Zechut Avot. There's different approaches and we show them what that means, Tammuz Zechut Avot. The way the Torah Zeruah explains it is, Pirishli Mori Arav Rabbi Honasan Zetzal, the Hani Midi She'ena Omedes Me'atzma, that the Zechut Avot doesn't just automatically stand up for us. Avok She'anu Mitpalalin She'yamod Lanu Zechut Avot, Le'inzeh Koyim Me'aras E'na Tamav Omedet. That the Zechut Avot still stands only when we ask Hashem, when we mention it, when we bring up Zechut Avot, then the Zechut Avot works. So we have to mention Zechut Avot in order to use Zechut Avot. Now, at the same time, that doesn't explain why the first bracha in Shimon Esrei should be about Tavot. That would explain maybe before I start the Bakashot, but Atachon, in the first of the Bakashot, I should mention Zechut Avot and have, hopefully that will carry on. But why are we talking about Zechut Avot in the first bracha? That's because they're the ones who reveal to us that Hashem is. But we need to mention, once we have it in this first bracha, now we are tapping into, now we're able to tap into Zechut Avot. But that's a, a, a bonus by mentioning why we have, once we have it here. But the primary, again, the first Peshat, the first primary reason why we have why we have why we're mentioning because they're the ones who reveal to us who Hashem is that now I can ask for things that I want, and now we're going to get into the last couple of words of of um, of Elokei Avraham Elokei Yitzchak Elokei Yaakov. That before that we said Elokeinu Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu VeElokei Avoteinu. What what do these words mean Elokeinu VeElokei Avoteinu? We're going to be saying let me just say Elokeinu VeElokei Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov. Well, let me just say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Elokei Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov. What do we, what's the purpose? What do, what do we mean to say when we say, Elokeinu Elokei Avoteinu? What's the idea? So we saw before in Rabbeinu Yonah that the Avot are the ones who reveal to us who Hashem is. So Rabbi Yerucham Mavavetz takes this a step further. And he writes like this. Us first talk about, in order to first fully understand, let's first talk about Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak Elokei Yaakov. Can really say, Elokei Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov. Why does it say it three times? Elokei Abraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. It's repeating itself. A lot of extra words. Shmona says long enough. Why, why do we have to add in these words? So Biruchim writes, Madua Omrim Elokei Abraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. Velodai Lomar Elokei Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Ela Bo Lamdenu. Kikol Echad Hisig Beatzmo. Velom Ase Avotav Yoyu Biado. Each of the Avot, on their own, understood that there's Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They didn't just rely on the Masora that they had had, on the heritage that they had had from their father. And the Alta from Kelm, the Sabah Mikelm, writes even more. The Sabah Mikelm, the Alta from Kelm is the one who started the yeshiva. The Rav Dessa learned in, the Rav Chatzke Levenstein learned in, that the Rav Yochel Mavavitz learned in, they all learned in Kelm. So the Alta from Kelm was the one who started the yeshiva. And he writes like this, Elokeinu ve'elokei avoteinu, Yeshbet minei b'nei adam, ha-ma'amini ba'ashem itibach. There are two kinds of people who believe in Hashem. Number one is, ma'amini ba'kadosh baruchu, ma'chamat sh'holech b'darkei avotav ha-kadmonim. One is, he believes in Hashem because that's what his father taught him. And the second one is Sheba Elamunat Hadat Machamat Hachikir. The other one is that he came to that realization on his own. And there's a difference between them. Harishon Yeshlo Ma'ala Shei Avshal Lefatoto. Somebody believes because that's what his father taught him, so it's impossible to convince him otherwise. Even if there's so many reasons, so many, somebody, so many questions on his Judaism, but still, that's what my father taught me. That's what I believe. Ki Emunato Chazaka Mitzat Kabbalat Lo Mitzat Kabbalat Avotav. Vod Shelo Chakam Yolam. He never doubted it. Uh, but at the same time, he has a chisaron. But at the same time, it is not as meaningful as 
the one who discovered on his own. You go to a shul of somebody who, of, where most of the people became religious on their own or grew on their own and the davening is slow and long and everyone's into the davening. You go to a shul where everyone's been, firm, been religious for generations, then the davening is chick-chack because there's much less feeling for the Judaism because, they didn't, because it's just handed down. People who discovered it on their own, there's a lot more feeling in their davening. On the other hand, somebody discovered it on his own. He so, Mahmad who discovered Hashem on his own, so that's strong by him. That's very, very strong by him, but with a tremendous love for Hashem, with feeling for Hashem. But at the same time, he has a chisaron. At some time, at same time, if he was convinced into it, he can be convinced out of it. So that has a disadvantage. So what's the best? The best is somebody who has both. Somebody who has it from his father and on his own. He has a heritage, I believe, from my father told me, and I understand it on my own. That's what we mean when we say that we have to understand it on our own, and we have this heritage from our fathers and grandfathers and great grandfathers. That's that the part of the reason why we're mentioning part of why we're saying is that we have this from our forefathers. We have a very, very strong belief in our hearts. Unshakable belief in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, an unshakable dependency on Hakadosh Baruch Hu, because it's been handed down from our fathers and grandfathers. So that's the idea of Avot. The whole bracha of Avot is to give us an understanding, a little bit of who our father is that we're about to be asking for things from. And in a nutshell, let's just recap in the beginning of, from the beginning of the bracha to the end, and we're able to really see how everything fits into this theme. Baruch Ata Hashem Elokeinu Avoteinu. You Hashem. Elokeinu, who I understand on my own, and even more, that I got it from my forefathers, Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, they also, they thought about it on their own, and they felt it on their own, but they each learned it from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. they taught us, a midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Elokei Avraham, that's Hakel HaGodol, that's the one who revealed to us Chesed. Hagibar, that he revealed to us Rashem, that's Elokei Yitzchak. Vehanor, that's Elokei Yaakov, that each of them revealed to us a midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But at the same time, as much as they reveal to us, Hashem is above our possible, what we can possibly comprehend. Hashem bestows chesed, that we learned from Avraham Avinu. Hashem is in charge of everything. That's connected to the idea of that He is that they revealed to us. I understand that Hashem is in charge, that they revealed to us that He's in charge. That Hashem is in charge of everything. Hashem remembers that which our forefathers did. I think we're not going to discuss now why it's chastei avot, but v'zocher chastei avot, and we Hashem remembers that which our forefathers did, and therefore He lifted us up at the beginning of our history. He revealed to our forefathers who He was, and that was the lifting up at the beginning of our history. And He v'zocher chastei avot, maybe goel levnei v'nehem leman shemo ba'avah, and He will emir Hashem reveal Himself and lift us up all over again. The idea is that He taught us who He is through the avot, and that has stayed with us throughout all the generations, and it's going to become revealed to the whole world again by maybe goel levnei v'nehem. The man Shemo, for the sake of his name, Ba'avan, he's going to do it with love. Melech, he's the king, who is Ozer, who helps us, Umoshia, and he saves us even when we're not doing anything on our own. He's Moshia, Umagain, and he protects us even when we do foolish things. Hashem protects us, as we learn from Magain Avraham, Baruch Hashem Magain Avraham, which the angels first said when Avraham Avinu threw himself into the furnace. So Avot, the reason why we're talking about Avot right at the beginning of Shemona Esrei, and why it's called Avot, and why Avot is so fundamental to us, is because this is what reveals to us 
who Hashem is as much as we can possibly comprehend, what Hashem's role is in our life, how we understand who Hashem is. This is our heritage, this is our Mesorah, and this is what we're going to be walking in the Shemona with, is with this understanding from Avot, from Elkei Avraham, Elkei Yitzchak, Elkei Yaakov, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Agodol, Hagibar, Vehanor, that Hashem does Chesed, His Gvura, and Hashem is perfect in every way. And that is the Bracha of Avot in a nutshell. That's the theme of Avot.